What are we doing? Fashion are, show. Oh yeah, fashion show. We just we didn't make it very long before talking about Milady's chest. <laughs> Welcome to the Off 5 Podcast. This is a podcast where we talk about The Office. It's the best podcast that does so. Fight us. Yeah. We'd love it if you would fight us. We hold up pretty well to even severe scrutiny. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> the season 3, episode 24, it's called The Job. The Job. The boob job or the otherwise job. The Job. The Job. And it came out on? May 17th, 2007. Wow. 2007, almost we say that every 13 time. years ago now. <laughs> oh, well, no. I was thinking about it because in this episode, they keep asking, where do you want to be in 10 years? And I'm like, in 2017. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Where were you 13 years ago? And they were like, Jim, where do you want to be in 10 years? He's like, I don't know, probably starring in my own Amazon Prime show. They're like, what's Amazon Prime? (laughs) You don't need to know, but I'm going to have a lot of muscles. Yeah. I'm going to be playing essentially a young Harrison Ford. Yeah. And I'm also going to have two first names. One of them is Ryan, the temp. (laughs) The other one, I can't tell you, but it's Timothy. (laughs) Kraskinski. Wikipedia is the best thing ever. This is the episode description. Are you ready for it? Yes. Do you want to start it? In this episode, Michael prepares for his interview with, for the corporate job and names Dwight as his successor, whose managing methods are unpopular, yeah. to say the least. <laughs> Jan arrives at the office to see Michael, and everyone is so shocked when it appears she has undergone breast augmentation, <gasps> the scientific <laughs> terminology. Boob enhancement. <laughs> Jim and Karen also interview for the corporate position. And Pam deals with... The consequences. Of her earlier outburst. Do you remember her earlier outburst? No, but it's linked here on Wikipedia, so let me just... Oh, Beach Games. Yes, I do remember that. Last episode? Yeah. (laughs) It was two months ago. (laughs) Speaking of that, good to see Jan back after only two episodes. For us, it feels like a long time because we haven't done an episode in a long time, but in the real show, it's only two weeks. Like oh, only one episode yeah, that's right. in between. Wow, and they're already back together. Wow. I can't believe she already recovered from surgery. <laughs> Wait, is the show supposed to happen in real time? Because like, that's like, pretty quick, isn't it? Or how long is Actually, that? Actually, I think is that uh, breast augmentation takes doesn't take very long. Really? I mean, have you ever seen um, Extreme Makeover? I have not. Well, you should give it a watch. How many breasts will they give you? It depends on what doctor you go to. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm thinking in the one to three range. <laughs> Go for two. Okay. Just do that. <laughs> so traditional, though. <laughs> okay. I guess you could do one. What about just more nipples? Can they do that? Probably. But what like are they, where dog. do they take them from? Dogs. <laughs> <laughs> but they're so small. Or, unless, <laughs> except for when they're not. Yeah. What are those dogs with the big nipples? Is it because they had babies? Yeah. Pu- I mean, which we call puppies. They're. <laughs> They, yeah, they're probably nursing. Yeah, okay, cool. Wow, I'm so glad I can enlighten you on This is an hour-long episode, so it's really good that we need to talk about dog nipples. <laughs> so, great Scott production of trivia. Let's just basically skip this. Let's just talk about trivia, though. Okay, well, one big thing that I was kind of shocked by is that Jenna Fisher didn't know about Jim asking Pam about the date. Because she's so into character that she didn't know that that had happened. 
was a fugue state. Yeah, and then she started crying a little. And she had a little tear come to her eye. Jenna Fisher is in love with John Krasinski. And then Thor was like, well, you know, because he found his Emily Blunt, and I guess I found whoever I married. That other guy. <laughs> okay, well, you were kind of talking about, but the cast was unaware how the season would end. And they shot multiple endings, which I were hoping would be on the deleted scenes. But I guess that would kind of ruin the magic if they were, huh? Yeah, I mean, I did read that this episode was originally like 110. No, I'm sorry, an hour and 10 minutes. And now it's like 42. Mm-hmm. So... I guess that makes sense that they had a lot of deleted scenes and even without putting in the alternate endings. Mm-hmm. Here's just some of the endings. Let's act them out. Okay. Ring, ring, ring. Hello. Hello. Jim? Yes? You got the job, buddy. <laughs> See you in corporate tomorrow, click. Okay, so Jim gets the job is <laughs> okay. one. Okay, now what's another one? Ring, ring, ring. Hello? Hi, Karen Filippelli. Is that me or is that you? That's you. you. Oh, yes, this is Karen Filippelli. You got the job. Oh, Oh my God! I, Are you I have so many with, people to thank. Will you break up with Jim? Oh, duh! <laughs> I'm so much better than him now. And I go, I look corporate, and he doesn't. He looks Pantsy. homeless. I'm judgmental <laughs> oh, no. about that. Oh, you don't like that? Hmm? Like Karen's judgmental. Oh, are you in character? Oh, okay, you were still in character. Sorry. <laughs> I couldn't tell because you had the same voice as Nathan. <laughs> Hi, I'm Karen Filippelli. <laughs> um, and then here's another one. Okay. Well, Michael, um, you can drive Jan home now, but you got the job, buddy. Oh, no. <laughs> I like the way it ended. Yeah, me too. There's no, no better way than to have Ryan get it. Oh, uh, yeah. Question. Do you think that they should have shown Ryan getting the job at the end of this season, or would it have been a big surprise next year? And the I, like summer? The, I like knowing. Yeah, I do too. Because then you're like, anything could happen next season. Exactly. Here's another trivia. Um... Paul Lieberstein and Michael Short won the Writers Guild of America Award for Best Screenplay. For this episode? Mm-hmm. Great. So now that's sitting on their shelves, and when people come over that they want to impress, they go, oh, what's that? Oh. Oh, that. It's just an award of mine. Oh, that. I hardly even look at it anymore. It's got, it's got <laughs> lipstick on it. <laughs> oh, no. I like the shade. <laughs> um, okay. Let's talk about our top... Kevin's Chili's references because there's a lot and we we need to move on. Yeah, my favorite reference was well, there's two. Oh yeah, you said top two. Okay, so these are references to past office episodes. Oh okay. So the first one is when Pam says, "Absolutely, I do accept the position of secret assistant to the regional manager," mm-hmm. which is referring to season one. I believe it's season one when... The Alliance? A, yeah, they're talking about um, the downsizing. Downsizing? Yeah, and, and Dwight asks Jim if he would like to form an alliance, and he says, absolutely I do, because he always says that if he asks Michael any, or Jim anything. And then second is Office Olympics, when Jim finds a little yogurt lid in his um, briefcase with like a note that says, remember us when you're famous. Yeah. You know all those famous um, mid-level managers at the, yeah. the paper company corporate office. Yeah, and they're then, always in the tabloids. Yeah, paparazzi can't stop taking photos of them when they eat their hot dogs. Yeah, and um, the yogurt lid had a little bit of mold on it. It's been a little while. <laughs> a little bit Growing of a, a nice culture. Yeah, and it was a gold. Yeah, and it was the one that he got for Flonkerton. 
Oh. Maybe. I don't know. I thought it was the one he got for just for organizing it at the very end mm. with Michael mm-hmm. and Dwight. Although he was bronze then. Mm-hmm. So you're probably right. Flonkerton? Flonkerton. He beat Phyllis? Maybe. Wait. I don't think he was in that race. No, you're right. He was officiating it. And that's conflict of interest. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, here's one. Uh, Michael says, we're at DEFCON 20. And I looked that up. Hackers. It's the defense readiness condition used by the United States Armed Forces. It only has five levels. And one is the highest, not five. (laughs) (laughs) So 20 would be like really, really mild, which I guess tracks because this probably wouldn't be one of their DEFCONs. So it's like cybersecurity stuff? They'd be like, get ready. And then they'll be how ready? And they'll be like, two out of five. (laughs) Two out of seven. Two out of eight. Seven, obviously. (laughs) They would do a seven-point scale. Yeah. (laughs) Get ready, pretzel day amount. Um, And then uh, I'm going to pick one more. Let's go for uh, Spam-A-Lot. Oh. The musical. Do you know what it is? Mm Mm-hmm. Based on Monty Python and the Holy Grail. Mm-hmm. Did they reference that? Yeah, in this they second and acted Spamalot. Who did? Jim and Karen. It's when you sneak in with the smokers, and then I don't know what seat you f-ing sit in, but mm, do you just stand in the back? Oh, when they went to Spamalot on. Oh, okay, on Broadway, yeah. Yeah, and the second act's the best. Cool. That's what they said. I've never seen the production, um, but I did used to work at a community theater, and everyone loved it. Really? Yep, I didn't see it though. So. Yeah, I can't. Uh, I can't speak to that. Some... Can I do one more Kevin's Chilies? No. <laughs> yes. Um, it's a song by which we didn't know this, but it's Natalie Merchant. Great it's name. Called Kind and Generous. Kind and Generous. Mm-hmm. And it's um, not kind of generous. <laughs> when, it's when Michael's playing it um, when he's leaving. Well, he thinks he's gonna leave. Na 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 na. I'd like to thank you for And he must have, I know how he did this. Do you know? Tape player? He must have recorded like the Amazon <laughs> one from his computer speaker. He just needs a little taste. Because it's like a voice memo. Probably not even Amazon. It's probably iTunes. Right. I think it is more than the song than he got of James Blunt or whoever. Goodbye, my lover. Yeah. That would have been funny if he just did that one again. Oh, my gosh. That would have been perfect. <laughs> he would have definitely got his $1.29 worth if he would have used that. I think they were only a dollar back then. That's right, actually. Yeah. Unless they were popular. Well, here's... I got one more then, too. Did you want... Do you say more about Natalie Merchant? No. Her great career that she had? No. Um, Big League Chew. Ooh, I used to love it. Yeah. So Big League Chew is a gum that, if you don't know, kind of makes me want to gag when I think about it now. But it's like shredded bubble gum. So you like pick how much you're going to get out of a pouch, like chewing tobacco. And then you chew it like how the people in the Big League used to chew it. Dwight does this, and as soon as he gets the office, he starts chewing it and spitting into the world's best boss. (laughs) (laughs) And... The next scene is Andy having to hand wash it. <laughs> that was full of his spit. And presumably Michael is going to be drinking out of this the next day again. Oh my gosh. That's amazing. Yeah. Anyway, Big that League Chew is it. so sweet. Yeah, it actually Not kinda, in a good way. It kind of makes me want to gag too. Yeah. 
We like chewing gum, not bubble gum, because we're adults. We have yeah. our big boy haircuts. Spearmint. And our big girl haircuts. Thank you. Question. Yes. Is it weird to interview for the same job as your partner? I don't know. You tell me. <laughs> I've never done that. Yeah, me either. I Pro- think probably it's weird. Probably would be, yeah. Yeah. And how does it work if Karen or Jim gets the job? Like, they can't... Can they be subordinates if they're in a relationship? Yeah, they just have to f- sign a love contract. Oh, that's I right. think it's okay if it predates it, you know? Oh, I see. Although it does seem like a great idea to not pick either of them. Yeah. Because of that, though. Yeah. Especially because they showed up together. I thought it was weird. Yeah. They're having a cute date day. Yeah. But they do make a lot of jokes about it. And I'm sure we'll get to those. We will. Because they're hilarious. Oh, we will. Hilarious. Let's do fashion show. Fashion show. Fashion show at lunch. Um. Yeah. Uh, Karen, her fashion is um very corporate. Mm-hmm. It's little pantsuits. She looks corporate. Yeah. And she's got like a patent leather, patent black leather belt on with her light gray pantsuit question yes does patent mean it's not real leather no it just means shiny well actually maybe it does mean not real what is that pu leather that they have on ebay which always means fake leather faux is it like polyurethane oh yeah what does pu stand for polyurethane probably it was like gross pu pu leather yeah (laughs) patent what is a patent 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 it's a form of intellectual property. No, that's not it. Just <laughs> that's kidding. That's patently absurd. <laughs> um, and what else do you have? A big bottle of scotch. <laughs> <laughs> that's style. That's fashion. Let's just just do second drink right now. <laughs> Drinking Kirkland blended scotch whiskey. You want some more? I think we've drank this before. No, I'm okay. We've drank this before on the podcast. Cool. Yeah, it's really good. I can't even remember. <laughs> That's how blackouts work. <laughs> um, Jan's shirt that she's wearing, her kind of militaristic shirt, which she's clearly wearing just so that you can't see her, you know, breasts. <laughs> to be delicate, they hang off the lady's chest. Um, <laughs> Swing low, sweet chariots. <laughs> it's uh, it's kind of a good look, but it is very tight. <laughs> well, anyway, it's not so much the shirt I noticed, it's what came out of them. <laughs> The. Yeah. <laughs> in the right context that can be the most beautiful sight for me in this one it was just weird <laughs> because it was like a trap she like sprung a trap yeah it was really bizarre and then she walked across the office too and then everyone in the office decided this is a good time to comment on <laughs> yeah can you believe that is that appropriate what a woman does with her doctor and her boobs <laughs> Is no one's business except for theirs, although... And her ex-boyfriends. <laughs> yeah, and whoever's grabbing them. Yeah. <laughs> to be fair, he wasn't grabbing. He was just That's true. supporting. He was, he was like a bra himself <laughs> in that moment. The only other thing I noticed was Karen's necklace during her interview is a whale tail. Oh. And it's gold. And it's like just a little charm of a whale tail. What does that mean? Whale tail is like when you can see panties coming out of the back of pants. Well, yeah, that. But so it evokes that, but it's on the front. She's, is that what she wants? Okay, here it is. A whale's tail is known to symbolize good luck, speed, and strength. Wear your whale tail necklace as a reminder that you have the control and power within yourself to accomplish what you desire. Okay, well, it makes sense to wear that to a job interview, I guess. Yeah, unless you're... Yeah. Even though all the luck was already conferred onto Michael. 
Um, I wanted to also mention in the beginning, the receptionist at corporate has a really cool shirt. It's like white, kind of billowy with a lot of colors, a lot of color stripes. Grace. Mm -hmm. I'm in. (laughs) Um, What else do you have for fashion? Sweet, sweet. uh, I guess we'll talk about Jim's haircut. Yeah. It's uh, hot and sexy. Yeah, hot and sexy. (laughs) Spin around. Um, It said actually in the trivia that he got it because of leatherheads. Oh, yeah. And it just worked out. I don't like it. Do you like it? I like it. Yeah. I think it makes him look more distinguished and older. Mm, I like his other look. Well, don't worry. It'll come back in the next episode. Okay, good. <laughs> Grows back in. That's because he uh, he gives up on his corporate ambitions. Yeah. Yeah. For love. Everyone comments on it, though, and he's wearing the suit. He does look nice. He's, like, standing up really tall. Yeah, and he's got, like, the um, kind of, like, one-shoulder messenger bag. He always has that. Yeah, but it looks good with this outfit. I think that there's something else going on. I think the shirt, it's like... You think he's wearing this shirt because he's going to get serious in his life and he's going to move on to corporate. He's like going to the job interview and stuff, you know, mm-hmm. like start taking his life seriously. And he is. But that's not what he chooses. I know. That's just a little teaser for characters later. Yeah. <laughs> I'll just say the same thing. <laughs> I think I'm done. <laughs> um, let's do. We got to make sure YouTube comes down to film this where we talk about the documentary crew and uh things like a documentary or not like a documentary um well one of the things that stood out to me was the i mean always filming through the blinds in the office stands out to me um and in this case the documentary crew was filming dwight and angela having a conversation about dwight consolidating power and then she says goodbye kelly kapoor (laughs) and i'm kind of like that that's your first you know action yeah with your power is to get rid of Kelly Kapoor. She seems pretty benign. Well, I love the beginning of that because he's like standing behind her and he's like, how would you like to spend the night with the <laughs> regional manager? She's like, I don't care if that's how they consolidate power in. It's a really good angle you get on his face where he's like, no. no. <laughs> but he's like, she's still trying to play it cool. That's a good one. Um, another one. There's two where Wallace looks at the camera in a. Oh, yeah. Like a. Like, are you seeing this guy? Yeah. Like the first one, it's during the cold open that's coming up. But when he says, "And who did you put in charge of the branches?" and he's like, "Well, I believe it was you," and looks at the camera, kind of like a confirming acknowledgement type way. And the other one is when Jan's screaming at him about whether or not it's because of the boob job, and he says it's not. And then he looks at the camera and says, "It's not." <laughs> like, like, yeah, like for the himself. record, yeah. yeah. And um, I love Karen's reaction while Jan is having her meltdown because she's like. You can just tell that she's loving she being there in that drama. Yeah. And the camera does zoom in on her reaction, too. Mm-hmm. And it's just a smile. Oh, I didn't see that. Yeah, she's... Uh, I, I noticed it, but I guess I didn't realize that the zoom was drawing my attention to that. Um, another one that's really funny is when Jan comes in and shows off her... Um, what should we call her procedure? Breast augmentation. Her breast augmentation. <laughs> you get a uh, a shot of just her breast augmentation <laughs> both of them just framed with a white shirt for like more than a second to be like this is what we're looking at now yeah and it's kind of funny it that wasn't like the, obvious enough but the cameraman's like let's get a good <laughs> yeah. shot of that yeah. that rack over there um yeah and then i have the reason i knew that it was grace was the receptionist name 
is because there's one point where Jim is in the waiting room and she answers the phone and says, Dunder Mifflin, this is Grace. Oh, and right. He looks over like, and the camera catches his reaction being like, oh, yeah, it's not Pam. Oh, yeah. It wasn't her voice and I'm not at the office. <laughs> and she didn't say Pam. <laughs> Do I need to keep going? <laughs> she put, he put it all together. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, there's a flashback in this episode. Yeah, to Beach Day, the last episode. But not to the events of the last uh it would have taken place during the last episode but it doesn't it's not actually in the last episode it's a yeah. scene that we didn't see so it's like the documentary crew didn't show us that because they didn't want to spoil that they were gonna reconnect although pam doesn't really seem to know that for sure she's like super casual in this one she's like liberated uh that's for being characters yeah um it is interesting because we don't normally see flashbacks especially well i think the only one that sticks out to me is the casino night flashback mm-hmm. um oh right and that was flashback same way to see the end of that scene yeah and to see jim and pam at night standing close together talking about subtly talking about their relationship when because oh night. oh what i thought they just showed the kiss oh in the flashback mm-hmm. yeah but i mean that whole scene of casino night is, oh okay like you know well this um, one they're also talking about their relationship yeah not that they have one <laughs> no they don't not yet ryan also looks at the camera very last moment of the thing yeah you and i are he, done he immediately breaks up with kelly yeah she's not cool with that and there's also a couple dash cams coming on going on. oh yeah uh there's one in jim's car on his way back as well as uh two in jan and michael's car two or yeah so question I just realized he's in the car on his own. He just left Karen in New York? Yeah, that's what I was going to ask you. I mean, did he break up with her first and then she was like, just go. Drive your car back. I don't want to be in the car on the way back because wouldn't that be weird? I don't think he broke up with her first. Would he have enough time to do his interview while she's at lunch? Maybe he went to her lunch meeting with her friends and was like, hey, I'm Jim. I'm her boyfriend. Actually, (laughs) on that note... (laughs) On that note, I'm not going to be introducing myself like that anymore. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this will be the last time you hear me say that word. <laughs> to you. Yes. Um, because, and he gets down on one knee, we're breaking up. <laughs> <laughs> we have now broken up, so goodbye. Nice to meet you all. Yeah. I yeah. hope you find your way back home. Your whale tail didn't really work out in the end, did it? Didn't. Didn't <laughs> get the job and you didn't get the man, so lose-lose. Should we talk about finer things? Or crack open a cold open. Oh, let's do crack open a cold open. Isn't our interview tomorrow? What? That's what Michael says to Wallace. <laughs> I mean, Wallace says to Michael. <laughs> it's nice of him to say it that way instead of saying, what the hell are you doing here? Yeah, like Scott. Michael did to Jan. <laughs> what are you doing here? Frankly, it's overdue. Um, yeah, I mean, it is great seeing this scene come in because we know that the job interview is coming up so to have it start with him being there you're like oh man they're right into it but they're not it's a fake out (laughs) but he kind of he he pulls it back together by giving examples of why he's the most qualified candidate yeah pretty smooth actually yeah other than the one saying he was going to go catch a show being casual on a work day no no (laughs) no (laughs) um i really like this cold open yeah, and then he says, other managers, total morons. And then as he's calling Pam, hey, Pam, I'm going to be about three hours late. I came on the wrong day. <laughs> well, it is funny, though, 
So I, I think this cold open is what gives him the confidence to think he's really going to get the job. Yeah. Which is weird because he was really sure he was going to get it in Beach Day as well. But there's evidence that he didn't something was different because then he does this whole goodbye and makes the tape and gives the job to Dwight after this. If he yeah. thought he were going to the interview, wouldn't he have done that today? Oh, interesting point. Yeah. Or wouldn't he been like, why isn't, when, like, should, we should have convoyed with Jim and Karen this day or whatever. Yeah. Interesting. Thank you. <laughs> All right. We got finer things or characters? Um, Let's do characters and then we can do finer things to get whatever we missed. Okay. Do you think the world is crawling with Phyllis's? This is where we talk about characters. Sure is. Let's talk about the minor characters first. Okay. Well, Ryan, the fire guy. Fire guy. He accepts the job immediately. Temp. Temp. Oh, yeah. And he's kind of around the whole episode. So when do you think he interviewed? I know. Did he do a Skype interview? Maybe. And I'm sure he was pretty sure he wasn't going to get it because it sounds very much like they were going to give it to Jim. Yeah. So... Did Jim... Maybe he did it the day before. Maybe that's why Wallace looked all guilty. What are you doing here? Yeah, on the day that Michael was accidentally there. Mm -hmm. Um, Do you think that Jim withdrew his name? Or do you think... How do you think that went down? Do you think he finished the interview and then left? Or said, you know what? I got to go back. I can't do this. He just put that gold medal over his head and was like, you know what? I already got the the job. (laughs) The job of a girl. (laughs) The job of being someone's boyfriend. The job of gold medal. Can you tell Karen when she comes back here that I already went back to Scranton and um, I'm that we're broken up? That'd be really nice. And you could tell her we're finished. <laughs> but say it in a nice way. Not like you did to Chan. It's the opposite of that if you frankly, can. Frankly, it's about time. Yeah, if she says why, say frankly it's overdue. You've been erratic. <laughs> <laughs> it's the same, same speech. Do the same one again. <laughs> Except she doesn't have a sister in Scottsdale. Um, yeah. That's, but you know, you do see Ryan around the whole time. And then Ryan does do the thing, even before he gets the job, he still won't get coffee for Michael. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he says, I don't do that anymore. And Michael says, well, it's for me. So, yeah. Uh, Where's that deleted scenes? No. Oh, okay. Uh, it's, it's when Michael first comes back. Oh, yeah, you're and, right. And he says he gave up on it. Um, Kevin uh, has a subplot where he compares Karen and Pam. Very tough call for him. It's kind of annoying to me that Jim didn't say anything. I know. It's kind of... It's imagine like, if Ke- Kevin later came up and told him this thing and anyone else was around. They would be like, "What? quit broing out with Kevin. Yeah. Or like, what if Kevin said to one of the ladies, like, yeah, Jim put me on this task today to figure out who's hotter, you or Karen. Well, he basically is. I didn't... That was one thing I noticed this time I hadn't noticed before. Um, but when they're saying who's going to get it, Kevin oh. goes, oh, she looks corporate. And then you see him go back to his notebook to write that down in the, the pros con section. Yeah. The little pantsuits. And he's like, ooh, pantsuits. <laughs> um, but I agree. This would be an instance. Uh, this would be an instance of where a, a male like Jim could be an ally and tell Kevin that it's inappropriate to be doing this. Like instead of just playing along and not contributing, which is. I guess the second best thing you could do. The first best thing would be like, Kevin, man, you really can't talk about women like this in the office. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, that is very true. Because he has a unique opportunity where no one's around. Mm-hmm. It's just him and Kevin. And so he can say that and Kevin would respect it. And it's like the dumbest thing. 
it anyway. Is so it's not like, so it's like you're not there's really no out. downside at all. Yeah. It's just making him uncomfortable to begin with. So like not only would it make the women uncomfortable, but it's not making him not uncomfortable. Exactly. So it would be the best. But it would make the women more uncomfortable to know that, especially given their dynamic right now. Yeah. Karen. But even in general. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so good job, Kevin. And I'm giving my Dundee to Kevin. <laughs> For figuring Wait, out on. who's hotter. Let me recalculate my notebook. <laughs> Sorry, you're not getting it. Um, Meredith has a fun exchange with Jim at the beginning. Oh, yeah. Hot and sexy haircut. Sexy hot. And then she tells him to spin around. And he says, no, thanks. And she says, do it. <laughs> <laughs> and then she also tells Pam that. Um, she wants you to have a conversation with Meredith as well. <laughs> Yeah, let's, well, I mean, here we go. Like, Jim is uncomfortable because Meredith is sexually harassing him, but then yet when Kevin is trying to do the same thing, Jim doesn't say anything. Not a good ally. But Meredith also tells Pam that nobody remembered your speech at the beach because everyone was just drunk. Good callback to her yeah. big gulp. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, I like Stanley's disinterest in shoot bucks and his um invention of stanley nichols yeah same as the ratio to unicorns to leprechauns yeah um creed is pretty funny in this episode actually he really is he has a blog that is actually just a word document that um ryan set up for him www.creedthoughts.gov.www <laughs> Backslash Creed Thoughts. Although, if you look on the screen, it isn't a backslash. It's a forward slash. Ooh. So. Okay, nerd. <laughs> con con continuity error. <laughs> and it really interfered with my enjoyment of the show. No, actually, as I was me. trying to put it in, I was like, who the hell uses a backslash anymore? And I'm like, nobody. What is the difference? Because is it back? Like that Backslash is when the top goes left, you know. Oh, okay, yeah and, yeah. and you like see that it's kind of this part of the keyboard that you don't ever hit. Like, okay. if, if I bet if you looked at my keyboard and you dusted it for fingerprints, there would be no fingerprints on that key. <laughs> no one's ever touched that key. Except for when you're trying to find creedthoughts.gov. Oh, yeah, sure. I love how it says .gov. And then it says .gov. .www. <laughs> and then um, I only caught a few words from his blog, but one was. Hello, people of the cyber world, spelled S-Y-B-E-R-W-O-R-L-D. I got it. Oh, yeah. It was a thing on the internet for a while. I got a screenshot of it. Oh. Creed thoughts, exclamation point. Yeah. hey everyone out there in cyber world. It's old Creed Bratton coming at your again here from my perch as a quality assurance manager at Dunder Mifflin Oh, Paper. so that's what he does. He knew it. <laughs> Quabney academics. Qua, qua, something qua. Just a few observations on the world around me. What do you guys think the best kind? <laughs> what do you guys think is the best kind of car? To me, you can't beat motorcycles. They're small and dangerous. <laughs> Impractical in this climate, though. Yeah. Creed. I love how Ryan says, even for the internet, it's pretty shocking. But that part is not that shocking. No, it was really shocking. Me too. Well, here's something shocking that Creed <gasps> said. He said that he finds Jan's um, breast augmentation offensive because he likes them all natural. natural, baby. <laughs> Swing low, sweet chariots. I like them all gratin. <laughs> is that what she is? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. And it, it, is that how you pronounce it? Is it a swing low, sweet cherry? I thought it was 
ch- chariots. Kind I of. think it's chariots. But but you pronounce it like really sweet big and round. Sweet sweet chariots. It's it's oh okay. Well, it's a um, it's an old gospel soul. At a James. But it's an it? old song. Yeah. Older than that. Yeah, and it's not about boobs, as far as I know. No, it's like it's like about ancient Egypt or something. Yeah. <laughs> Those sweet chariots yeah. of fire. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Mrs. Outside of Hire. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. So Jan Levinson <laughs> has gotten her, quote, boob enhancement. <laughs> boob job. I'm sorry. Boob enhancement. Yeah. Uh, She's been doing a lot of shopping, vacationing, and but now she's going to make her relationship her full-time job and just wear sweat <laughs> stretch pants until he comes home. 5.15. Which Michael is not that happy about. She's getting right to the point when she talks to Michael. <laughs> the literally did scene where Michael says, Jan and I, we're just going to take it slow, see where it goes. Although she is moving into my condo tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> so after that, we'll take it slow. <laughs> yeah. Really slow. Wait till you see where I'm sleeping. <laughs> Um, but I feel like Jan's job isn't important enough that you should hire a new person before you've let her know she's being fired. Would it really yeah. kill them to have a week or two with no one doing that job, especially since she's barely doing it now? It's it's really no. inappropriate to do this and have those people coming in while she's there. Especially someone she's close with very or previously close. was very yeah, close Exactly, with. at the very least. It's, yeah, it is really tacky. I've never heard of that before. Yeah. Oh, who's this guy? Uh, you tell me. What's wh- your job? And why would you say, frankly, it's over? Um, what did he say? It's, it's overdue. It's overdue. Like, why are you? Just, why are you waiting? Mm-hmm. And yeah. And why do does she not due? know that there's been performance issues? And I think the worst part of this. Let's talk about David Wallace at the same time. Okay. But I think the worst part of this is when he says, it's time for your professional relationship with Dunner Mifflin to end. You're being totally uh, unhinged or erratic or something. Oh, erratic, like, yeah. He should have said the professional part. That's why he's doing it, you know, to be like, it's time for your professional to end and then say that she's being some really subjective word, which I can't recall at the moment. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, there's just some definitely some management issues here. Mm hmm. Upper management. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, some communication issues. Somehow Jan doesn't know that she's been acting inappropriately. Yeah, well, she's crazy. As Karen says... But you... Uh, yeah, that kind of bothers me because you can't just say, well, she's nuts. I don't feel bad for her. I, I feel more bad for her because she's nuts. Yeah. And you don't say nuts. Yeah. You say legumes. <laughs> she's legumes. <laughs> she's bat Yeah. Karen, uh, well, we'll talk about it. But David Wallace is uh, got this, you know, he's doing all the interviews. Um, I do feel like you can tell right away who he wants to hire. I'm not really sure if he has a problem with Karen. Although he does look a little bit overwhelmed when she finishes her five-year plan. So I feel yeah. like she might have gone on for a long time. Yeah. But other than that, like he seems to trust her opinion and everything. Yeah, but it seems like he's only just trying to get dirt on Michael. Yeah, maybe. Which I think is also inappropriate to ask in an interview. Um, it's probably true, but yeah, because she has worked with Michael and isn't really in the Michael cult. 
not that anyone is, but like she's like an outside. She has an outside perspective, but oh, like a more intimate one, more so she's... than like a manager that comes there when they could conceivably be putting on airs, even though they're usually not. Yeah. But you don't know that. You want to yeah. see like how it's going. Um, I do think it's kind of weird to do that at the same time that you're not giving them the job or it's it's kind of strange to do it in that particular way that he does it i guess Mm -hmm. yeah i agree but wallace ultimately loses his job so nothing to worry about (laughs) yeah and then suck it yeah five-year plan what's your five-year plan david wallace probably suck it suck it and you're like nope that's rude. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to write that down. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to write down that idea. Uh, who should we talk about next? Um, Dwight. Okay. He's getting a new number two and a secret number two and an assistant manager, which is himself. I love... Well, yeah. He has to have someone he can trust. I love how Pam is so into being his secret um, assistant to the regional manager. He's loving it. And I really liked his presentation about leafy green foliage. <laughs> Nitrogen. <laughs> uh, I like when she's when he says uh, soil, right? <laughs> when he says, "Where do your trees grow?" Kevin says, "Forest." <laughs> <laughs> he says, "Soil, right?" And what's it? He says, "Like probably, probably phosphorus, huh?" And then you see Angela shaking her head. No, no. <laughs> I know what's she's coming. Spoiler. <laughs> oh no. Yeah. And I also like how offended Angela looks when she, when Stanley says. He doesn't care about true bucks. She's like, <gasps> <laughs> I thought for sure that would work. Yeah. Um, I like when Michael gives Dwight the letter for the job and he says, Dwight true, but that's my name. <laughs> <laughs> Swipe. <laughs> Don't screw the, the pooch. A wipe. Uh, and then and he's um, telling, telling him to stop crying. Yeah. Just too, a far. Good look. yeah. too far. Um, also, my other favorite Dwight moment is when he's telling Jim that he's going to hate being, um, having him as the manager. And he says, welcome to Hotel Hell. <laughs> oh, right. Check-in time now. Check-out time never. You, c- you can check out anytime you want, actually, but you can never leave. <laughs> he's not the manager. He's the co-owner with Satan. But just wait till you hear how much he's, he makes per year. Eighty thousand dollars <laughs> and dwight or jim's like so let me get this straight <laughs> so good yeah it is there's a lot of moments like that in the office that they don't call out explicitly like that like don't you feel like that would be funny either way if he was just going into more details about his his uh fantasy yeah it'd be like it would be funny because that's the most he can imagine yeah yeah that you mean that's not pointed out by jim mm-hmm. yeah but it works really well because then he has to keep defending it. So it just keeps getting better. And it actually just gets worse. You haven't worse. heard the salary. So yeah. you're, like... you're running a bed and breakfast with the devil. <laughs> <laughs> and he's, he's, you're not the manager. I'm the owner. <laughs> the co-owner. With Satan. Yeah. Um, well, let's talk about his secret assistant to the regional manager, Pam. Well, she's not embarrassed about her outburst which i don't i wouldn't really call an outburst so it was a monologue yeah yeah um and she has a sense of humor about it and she apologizes to karen not Mm, because yeah yeah, not because she feels bad about what she said but because she didn't want to make her feel weird that's a really 
passive aggressive apology though yeah she should have just not said anything yeah and she, karen just calls her a bitch yeah <laughs> not pam to is kind of a bitch wow pam is kind of a bitch you can't apologize for people's feelings yeah no you can't um, i'm just sorry if your feelings were hurt but i'm not sorry for what i said yeah who, no who that's gets not, anything out of that no like even if you not. do think that's a valid emotion which questionable but no one there's no reason to say it because it's not going to help anything it's like well at least they feel bad for my feelings my stupid feelings apparently yeah it makes you just feel like you aren't strong enough to handle yeah like, uh, yeah old P- pammy just should have just grabbed her shirt and been like i'm taking pa- i'm taking Listen. jim yeah i want him <laughs> <laughs> and she's like eating pancakes ravenously like dwight but instead she's just so passive and even when jim and you know, this time at least Jim kind of picks up on the subtlety. Mm-hmm. But when during the flashback, when Jim says, I feel like I moved back here, but I feel like I never really came back. Mm-hmm. And Pam says, well, I wish you would. It's kind of like saying, well, I wish you weren't in a relationship with Karen because uh, maybe it could finally work out. I wish you'd re-engage. Yeah. Well, so Jim said in the other one with uh, with Michael when he was talking about coming back or whatever maybe it was like at the convention and uh yeah i think it was at the convention and he says he says i put myself on the line twice so that's it so but pam did that by doing the speech and then talking to him after put herself on the line Mm -hmm. twice yeah or yeah i mean she did it she did like a big thing it wasn't like he couldn't it would have been totally inappropriate for him to like try to get pam without her making another gesture that's true and explicit and and she can't really say too much because he's in a relationship Mm -hmm. so that was about where you can be yeah yeah that's true um but pam is also kind of in just a zen state or something this whole episode like she she got that off her chest she's loving the office she's having a lot of fun with it uh she says a lot of telling things like like i guess we're just too similar um, she wishes that Jim was there because he's probably the only person that would actually find that funny. Karen mm-hmm. wouldn't. Mm-hmm. And he, she does mention, I'm sure it was weird for Jim that one time when Roy and I joked around. Which, yeah, I mean, she still means she still has a sense of humor about the whole thing, which I really mm-hmm. appreciate. Mm, true. And there's a lot of people throwing shade at her for speaking up during Beach Day and she just takes it with a grain of salt. Yeah, she's like, uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, it's actually kind of uh, charming the way that people notice that it was such a big moment for her even though they're not doing it in a supportive way yeah but i think they kind of are yeah i guess that's kind of true but they're just they just like to give her because when else do they get to give her true all the time (laughs) um yeah she put herself out there and that's part of the risk so um karen does get her revenge though by making her make copies of their sales reports (laughs) (laughs) she's like yeah i hope you get the job yeah hope you get the job and move away yeah and Karen's like, thanks. Yeah, thanks. Um, then she starts to do advice for Michael, roughly unheeded, with Jan. Um, but but they're all on the same team in that case. I mean, they don't like each other, but yeah. But at least they don't want Michael to get back together with Jan. Mm-hmm. He doesn't even want that. So I do feel like Karen's not feeling bad for Jan because she's nuts. Is it like we mentioned? That's a kind of a moment that makes you not like Karen as much. As well as leaving the interview to go for, hang out with her friends. It just like, it makes it seem like, oh, she doesn't really need him. But also like, he's just sitting there reading. I, oh, I wrote it down, but I can't remember. It's some some generic business magazine he's reading. 
Yeah. Um, and then nothing's like a deal breaker or anything, no. but it's not a good omen. No, and then also her talking sh- on the way there to the interview, you know, like saying, mm-hmm. like, "What are we like? Oh, what are we going to um this for? Or, like, thanks for driving yeah, me to yeah. this to my interview." It's kind of like it just makes the whole like you're a couple and you're interviewing for the same job thing really awkward to me, and I don't think it's funny. Like, He's I don't think at- it's cute. Yeah, he's good at playing along with it, but it's not a good thing to joke about. It's not yeah. like really. Um, the, it's yeah, not it's tasteful. it's weird. Is that like the the crux of the joke is something that's competitive? Yeah, and something there's like a different way. Like I personally think you can joke about most things, but this isn't the kind of joke I would like about that because it's it will make somebody feel uncomfortable, perhaps. And if she did get the job and he didn't. And she was like, I'm so sorry. Like, you, you know, you were a good, really good candidate. Like, it seems um, not genuine then. That's true. That's a good point. Well, and so then we got to talk about the scene that she has with Jim where she does get real. Oh, yeah. And she's like, for real. And then Jim's like, oh, you mean Kevin? Yeah. Then that's like. uh... Um, Yeah, that's. She's like, I'm not stupid. Like, I see what's going on. It's weird she's kind of able to just blame Pam for the whole thing. Yeah. She's not actually blaming him she's, for it, even though she probably should be, kind of. Yeah, she's saying, like, that they need to move away, basically, because Pam is there. Yeah. And it's like, well... No, you need to kill her, because she'll still be out there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Don't you know? She'll still only be, like, three hours away. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's it's just, like... It's just, not, like you said, not a good omen. I don't know how Jim gets out of not of answering that. Yeah. Because she's like, I'd move here with you. And then she doesn't. Yeah. And then he's like, he doesn't answer. And then she says the thing about Kevin. And then she's like, yeah, you know what I mean? And he's like, yeah, I do know what you mean. Let's go do something else. (laughs) (laughs) Not talk anymore. And he hadn't decided necessarily at that point. He hadn't seen the yogurt lid yet. Yeah. I don't think he had decided. But. Which is kind of. Do you think he would have decided the same thing if there was no yogurt lid there? Let's not even think about that. Okay, I don't even want to. <laughs> don't even think about that. Yeah. That's too much. Because it's like, there had to be a sign, and he was just looking for a sign, mm-hmm. and so he would have found it. Yeah, he would have found it anywhere, you know? Yeah, maybe. Maybe. It's like, oh, this photo of her that's in my, my uh, thing. Oh, my God. What? Karen's revenge on Pam was saying, can you make copies of our sales report numbers? That's why Pam was able to slip that note in. Oh. Reverse revenge. Oh, no. You're right. I didn't. Th- <laughs> How did we not think of that? Know. Dude, uh, we're breaking. The- wow, you have sweaty palms. Uh, my computer's hot. <laughs> Is it the, the blended Scotch Kirkland brand whiskey? Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of which. He's sweating, sweating scotch out of his palms. <laughs> um, that is really good, though. We've cracked the code. Okay, I think I guess I'm done here. So Karen didn't, if Karen hadn't said that, then it would have been Dude, really weird. Ca- for- you know what? Pam's not a bitch. Karma's a bitch. Yeah, Karen. <laughs> which is weird because your name's kind of like karma. It's very close. Yeah. Um. Okay, well, I think that's it, but yeah, I mean, they don't make Karen too much better, like, look too appealing in this one. 
it just seems like it's not going to work. One of them's going to not have a job and move to corporate. It, it just doesn't seem like it's going to work out. And she's, I think it's just sad that Karen didn't get the job. Me too. I wish she would have. But she becomes a mid-level manager. That's everyone's dream. That's true. She does get a big promotion. But, I mean, Ryan gets it. But that's really funny. So Yeah. <laughs> it ends up to be pretty funny. I think the main thing is that if Karen became the new Jan, the dynamic wouldn't have changed at all. It would have just been Karen as Jan now. They're yeah. both serious. They're both, like, like other than dating Michael. They both have been, boobs. It would have been exactly the same. Yeah. <laughs> it would have been exactly the same as, like, season one dynamic yeah. with, or, you know, with the branch. And so there wouldn't have been a lot of comedy potential there. And I'm sure that's why they did that. Or maybe Rashida Jones, like, well, I'm not going to be in the office. I don't want to be on the show. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, I, I bet that's the creative reason why she wouldn't have become the boss. Yeah, I agree with you. Um, and then we just have to talk about Michael. Oh, I didn't mention that Andy's thing, but one thing is that sh- Andy almost beats Dwight in arm wrestling. That would have been so embarrassing because he works on a farm. That interview was pretty funny. Yeah. <laughs> just the r- most random question. And it's even longer in the extended. Yeah. Like, what was the question that he asked? Like, it was just like, what is a... How do you make a table? <laughs> yeah. In the deleted scenes, he asked like, what is a... I feel like, I don't even know, but yeah, it's funny. You should watch it. You really should. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, are we done with everybody? Michael. Oh my God, that guy. <laughs> Michael already sold the condo on eBay for eighty percent of what he bought it for. I looked it up, and you can't do that. <laughs> so. <laughs> so he may have just gotten like a bunch of money for free, right? I mean, if someone sent him money for it, well, on PayPal, <laughs> his <laughs> PayPal account. Eighty percent. So, like, who would buy a house like that? You would just assume it's a scam. I know. Like, that's just not how you buy houses. And he was able to back out of the sale. He got a negative review on his... Yeah. Yeah. On his profile. He's so sure he's getting the job. I like when he wants to convoy with them. And he's, like, calling Karen and Jim, like, his kids. Coming with Dad. He was going to, like, moon him using cruise control, which probably could have just been the end of Michael. Ah! <laughs> oh, my thing, gosh. thing they didn't do it. I love when Jan shows up at first and he's like, why are you here how are you, Janet? Janet. <laughs> oh, man, that was my last finer thing, so I guess oh. I have none now. But yeah, when he calls her Janet, I don't know why, but this time that really made me laugh a lot. It was really funny. And then just to the way that he interacts with Hunter, mm-hmm. the assistant, and when Jan interacts with Hunter, she's leaving the office with her box full of things and puts it down to sneeze to give Hunter a hug. Yeah. Uh, don't give up on your band. Don't let him change you, Hunter. Beautiful, beautiful man. That one night. So, how would you prepare for a interview? Like, what are some of the questions you'd be ready for? Because I know that biggest weakness one comes up. Yeah, that one I feel is pretty um, standard, but it's also a little cliche because you know there is a way to spin that, mm-hmm. and it, there's a way to spin it that's not so obvious. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know, you can do, it's pretty easy to do a self-assessment and then talk about how you're trying to improve, you know? So mm-hmm. if you just say like, well, I, I sometimes I have a hard time taking criticism, but mm-hmm. you know, I'm aware of that. And so the ways that I try to avoid um, taking it personally is blah, 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 and blah, 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 you know? And I don't know. So his, um, you know, kind of he kind of just like deflects instead of actually answering the question. Well, that wasn't even the question, was it? Did he say, what are your biggest strengths? He says, what if I tell you about my 
biggest weaknesses. And then they are strengths. So he basically answers the question he was given, but then makes up this fake thing that seems clever in between, which is really weird. And then he's like, and then David Wallace asks the question again. So, okay, those are your weaknesses. So what are your strengths? And he's like, those are the same. (laughs) Okay. Oh, very good. And then he writes down on his notebook, don't hire this man. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. How the turntables. And then all of his suggestions are about changing the name name of the company and the slogan. Which would probably cost so much money. Yeah. Plus, they'd have to change their number on the stock exchange. Um, We didn't talk about how the turntables, which is basically talking about Michael. There were several in the deleted scenes, but uh, I didn't write them down. I just wrote down... I didn't get both of your messages mm-hmm. when he's talking to Jan. Mm-hmm. It's, it's not really a turntable, but it's more like a just a slip up that's funny. Yeah. Um, that's all I have. So I don't even know why I brought that up. Um, Irrelevant. Some of the ways that, that David mentions that Jim is going to get the job is by being like, talking about the HR guy. I mean, like, he's probably the only guy you won't like here. Like he's already talking oh, that. Oh, yeah. And it's kind of the opposite of because Michael was already doing that. Like talking about, oh, I'm looking forward to working with you and like basically acting like he's going to get the job, which you should never do. Yeah. But if it's the employer doing it, you, I mean, I've gotten a lot of jobs that I've applied for. I'd say like, I don't even, I don't really know if I've ever actually fully interviewed for a job and not gotten it for my own reason. Other than like one time there was a license thing. thing. But like, Man. but when you see, when people start using those language like that, you're like, oh, they're, oh, they're pretty I desperate see. or something. Yeah. <laughs> that's like I'm getting this. Um, that's pretty cool. But that makes it more impactful. It's not just like Jim was like, well, we were going to find out later. It has to be like he's giving up the job Yeah. for Pam. Not like I was one of them. But it didn't seem like Karen was about to get it. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, the whole attitude of his was very different. I think it goes back to the dinner party thing, too, where... Wallace invites Jim out to go play basketball and he starts talking about sports when they first go in there. Karen didn't go out there. It's like it's it's a little it's a little broy. Yeah, it is it's like a little bromance. It's like David Wallace like thinks Jim is really cool and wants to be his friend and so I think like they would have actually gotten along really well. Yeah, I agree. Oh, and another thing is uh Pam a little defensive about being gay. Yeah, she is. She could have just said, you know, whoever comes along whether they be female identifying or male identifying. But then she's like, a man, a man, a man. Blah, well, even blah, if she is straight, that's fine. Um, but then she has to like clarify that I'm she's not, not gay. gay, which it's like, uh, it hurts because it's like, it's not that cool, but it is like perfect comedic timing because she's like, I can hold my head up high. I'm not gay. <laughs> <laughs> that's like a perfect way to do that scene. But also it's not the most, you know. PC. I got nothing. I got no finer things. It was just Janet. I know. My finer things has already been said. Yeah. Okay. So let's do our Dundee. The Dundee will be going to drumroll, please. You go first. Um, I'm going to give the Dundee for most emotionally magnificent to Pamela Beasley. Oh. She's happy. She's having fun. She's being herself. She's not being desperate. And she still ends up getting the man in. Oh, oh, I have one, one, one finer thing. Okay. Um, at the end, there's this scene where um, Jim comes in and asks Pam out. Oh, that scene. <laughs> and then Pam's all teary. And it makes me also teary. <laughs> Every time. Every time. 
Um, Except for the second time. <laughs> what I did earlier when I watched it. Mood. Yeah. Um, I, was taking, I was so busy taking diligent notes. <laughs> la, 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 But yeah, so Pam, I mean, she couldn't be any better, except for maybe a little bit nicer to Karen. <laughs> but yeah. it doesn't matter. She's, still the, it's she's still the queen of the world. The queen of my world. Yeah. Um, I'm going to give my Dundee to Jim because he finally asked the girl of his dreams out to dinner. And they probably went to... Poor Richard. <laughs> <laughs> or uh, um, that seafood place. Cooper's. Yeah, Cooper's. No seafood. <laughs> I figured we had to give it to those two lovebirds. The will they, won't they is over, pretty much. And now it's just downhill. Yep. It's all downhill from here, which means more fun, less work. Yeah. As we've decided. That's true. Um, And the rating. Did you want me to go over our rating system? Um, I don't need to unless you want to. Okay. No, I don't need to. Okay. I already know what I want. Three, two... One. Absolutely, Absolutely, I do. I do. Yes. Woo. Damn right. It was such a good episode. Love this episode. Basically two episodes. I know. I love it. It's like an hour. Well, it's 42 minutes, but so good. So much character so stuff. So good. So good. They're out of the office a little bit. They're in the office a little bit. Jim and Pam get together. Mic drop. Mike. Michael Scott drop. <laughs> yeah. Michael Gary Scott drop. Yep. <laughs> We love it. It's the end of season three. It was a great oh, one. Oh, yeah. See you next season. Let's do a, uh, um, I hold up very well to. Okay. Even severe. Severe scrutiny. Yes. I always get really nervous for these. Um, so there's two, but since we might not get one before next time, um, I'll just read one of them. How about that? Okay. It's called, it's by Mir85 and it's called Glad I Gave It a Chance. Smiley face. I nearly didn't listen to this podcast because some lemonhead said the female co-host doesn't seem to watch the episodes. And what sacrilege. (laughs) But I pushed through and I'm glad I did. It's filling the hole in my heart after completing my 20-something rewatch of The Office. Funny and insightful. And Addie does appear to watch the show, folks. She put female co-host in quotes. (laughs) Oh, that was really nice. And That was a good one. Actually knew my name. That was really nice. I wonder if they almost didn't give it a chance because of that. That's what they said. I know, but do you think that's true? I don't know. Probably. I mean, like, there's so many. Yeah. I spent the break. I listened to a few other Office podcasts myself, and I didn't like them. <laughs> <laughs> but, but you won't be going and making, and you won't be going making bad reviews. Well, no, I, no, I won't. <laughs> Were you the one that wrote the what about me? Yeah, it was like, <laughs> step it up, Addy. <laughs> step your, it up, female. <laughs> your golden face all along. <laughs> step it up, female. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Go to the Finer Things Club where you can talk to us on Facebook and the Off5 podcast at Instagram. Awesome. Thank you. Bye-bye. We'll start this one over. Okay. Because, yeah, I f***ed this episode. (laughs) No, it's okay. I I just wanted to start with smoother. Smoother like this blended scotch whiskey from Kirkland Signature mm. <laughs> that Taste. you started drinking when you were sick. And I'm going to finish drinking it when I'm healthy. <laughs> oh, no. Look at how much I drank. Half oh, a handle. When you were sick. Today. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, the past week. In between clients. <laughs> I, um, I quit beer this year involuntarily. My New Year's resolution were to drink scotch instead of beer and to get sick more often. (laughs) So far, we're on track.